Welcome to Podcast for Wonderful, episode 159. Uh, this week, my guests and I are going to be talking about This American Life, episode 371, featuring Ira Glass. Uh, but before we get to that, we got to talk to these guests. Uh, I'm so excited because this is our Christmas episode. Christmas is uh, right around the corner, one week from today when we're recording, uh, which uh, gives away... I'll probably edit that out because... <laughs> It'll come out on Wednesday or Thursday. But anyway, so uh, yeah, Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, we, I can't wait. I've got, uh, I've already put up, you know, so many stockings. My wife is yelling at me like I, I haven't been able to wear socks to work because I've nailed all my socks to the wall. Um, and she says she's not even going to put anything in any of them uh, because I've been a bad boy this year. But I've still been doing it. I can't help myself. I just love it. I uh, keep putting out cookies for Santa. Again, he's not coming for a while. Um, I need to settle down because they're going to be stale by the time he comes. But I just can't help myself. I love the Christmas season. He make cookies every day. He'll eat them and uh, he'll eat the good ones and then uh, slightly worse, worse, worse. And so that uh, when he gets to the end, they all taste the, they taste like the same. Oh, that's a good idea. It's only slightly different. Uh, Let me introduce this first guest first, because he's already started talking very rudely. I explained podcast etiquette to him before we got started. Hi, people. I'm... What's my name? Jingles the Elf. Oh, hi, Jingles. Yeah, I got one of Santa's elves to come down from the North Pole and uh, just talk about Christmas with us. Actually, I'm just based in Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you just commute up to the North Pole? Uh, No. He lives, Santa lives up there, but that's just where he keeps his sway. Huh, so, but I thought the elves were up there too to make the toys or whatever. No, we make the toys and keep them and then we we deliver them. Wait, so what does Santa do? Uh, Santa comes around and he delivers the, some, not all of them. Oh, wow. To the best children, Santa delivers them. Oh. So it's kind of, he's... He's kind of the one percent of the toy delivery. He's less than that, but yeah. Oh wow! And you elves do the brunt of the work. Yes, that's really interesting. Uh, I don't want to get into your whole thing yet, Jingles. So just chill out for a minute because I've got another guest this week. I'm so excited to have him on the show. He's from my absolute favorite. Well, well, my favorite Christmas movie uh, was made about him. Uh, but we've got the real guy himself. Detective John McClane is here. Welcome to the show. Uh, yippee ki my friends. <laughs> so, John, yeah, they, they made uh, Die Hard about you. Um, and each of the sequels were also about you as well. Um, it, d- did did all that stuff really happen around Christmas? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the well, the first one did. The, the rest of the movies, I just sort of licensed myself out as if I were a fictional character so they could do whatever with those to make them more exciting. But the first one's definitely a true story and happened around Christmas. Oh, OK. So so the other two just they had a different movie that they had already written and then they just slapped your name on it as though it had really happened to you. Uh, basically, except for uh, Live Free or Die Hard, the fourth one. <laughs> that, that one's also a true story. I did stop a huge hacking conspiracy. Uh-huh. Well, I was about to call out I, the I, story I, based massively on uh, the first. Wait, isn't the third one based massively on the first movie? No. Well, I don't think I can see the plot. They have, a, they have a revenge plot that goes back to, uh, I think it's like Hans Gruber's cousin or something. But I mean, yeah. Hans Gruber isn't even, isn't even a real guy. 
Oh wow! They, they did they did that for the movie, so they uh, like tied into the East West Berlin Cold War narrative. None of that uh, was true. So he's not even real. That's why. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. what what really happened in that original story? Well, uh, first of all, I got called out to the coast to visit my wife, and it was sort of. Well, I don't really want to get into the whole marriage thing because it actually <laughs> there's a whole deal about, you know, me, her, the kids, all that. But I was trying to reconcile our marriage. And she said, why don't I come out and visit? And I got there in time to go to her work Christmas party. Well, while I was there, a group of rogue Santas were having a, a convention. And uh, it had something to do with there was a guy, uh, Santa Nick or something like that, who... <laughs> was trying to stage a hostile takeover of another Santa organization that was actually, they were the ones hosting the Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza. Now for the movie, they changed this all around and it was uh, <laughs> some, some story about uh, Hans Gruber, a West German terrorist or something like that, trying to steal bonds. But it was really, uh, this guy had showed up with a camera and was trying to tape the meeting and they had a violent altercation with him and people pulled out guns and went nuts. And I just took to the air ducts. <laughs> that's really interesting because we're not at the part where we talk about the podcast yet but the podcast actually had another take on a very similar story to that as well there was guns that's well no there was no guns in that one well so there, there was there wasn't in real life oh wow oh wow that's that's violent <laughs> you you, you violent. never lie to me right i only tell the truth 100 percent oh <laughs> just like well. every member of the nypd <laughs> we're we're sworn to telling the truth. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jingles, have you ever made a gun for good little boys and girls? No, never. Not even a toy gun. No. Well, toy gun because it won't hurt anybody. But oh, so you lied. You said no. I never made a gun, <coughs> but then you actually did make a, a gun. gun. Is something that can kill people with a toy gun. Oh, that's different. Yeah. You make like Nerf guns and stuff. Yeah. Are you allowed to make like? Name brand toys? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, isn't that like breaking the law, copyright laws and stuff? But we're not doing it for money, though. Oh, true. Other people can capitalize and say, oh, this is a Santa car made from Santa. This is Santa. He wants this to be made. No. Mm. Uh, and, and also, you're not tiny. I always expected, you know, elves to be tiny, <clears throat> to have like pointy ears and yeah, stuff. But you we're just actually, look like a normal guy. Yeah, I'm actually a small elf. <laughs> most elves are bigger than most regular people. Oh, okay. Well, turn your mic back. I did not mean to do that. Uh, most elves are bigger than regular people, so that uh, they can make toys faster. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, why did Why do they always show up as tiny in all the movies? No idea. Hmm. Honestly, that's just strange. That is weird. Well, in Lord of the Rings, they were big. True. So, yeah, are you more of a Lord of the Rings type elf? I guess. I'm not, like, violent. Mm, that's good. But you have made toy guns. <sighs> have you ever made a toy bow and arrow? Yes. But you could use a real arrow with that and then, you know, kill somebody with it. No, most of the arrow, uh, balls and arrows we make, uh, they just go, like, ten feet and not very fast. Well, that sounds lame. Wouldn't be fun to play with. No. <laughs> we don't want to hurt anybody. Gosh. Oh, that's good. Our trains are made of rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, the toy cars, they all have uh, flashing, those reflective lights on them. They always flash and they make noise. That's one reason why they make noise, is so people know that, 
it's coming and won't hit their ankles. So anytime any kid gets an unsafe toy, their parents must have given them that one? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. John McClane, were there any elves in the in Nakatori Tower when you were in there? No, no, no. It was all Santa Clauses, actually. Mm. Fake Santa Clauses? Well, they were they were mall Santas. They're the ones who they they have the real beards Sonic. and bellies. Wait, it must I be guess great. They're, fake. they're not they're not running a factory up at the North Pole. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're not real Santa. I think I well, might go for uh, being a Santa when I grow up, or you know, when I'm old, because you know, aren't you, you, you like sixty five? It, it's good for you for uh, you can have a big belly. Nobody cares. Um, and women all think Santa's so hot, you know, so that'd be great. My wife would really love that. Well, except when you twist his neck and drop him down the stairs. <laughs> did you have to, did you have to take out a lot of Santas when, when you're, uh, you know, in, in the ducks? Uh, I think, I think I actually got a total of 12 if I, if I remember right. I don't know. Somebody kills it starts to all run together. One for each of the days of Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't it strange how that worked out? The kid, the Santas, those fake Santas, they just want to let kids know that Santa's real, and you just killed them, 12 of them. Well, they were the mall Santas again. So, there's some people. Jingles, it seems like you're not being getting good that people. part. They're being nice. They were waging a war on Christmas. They were just in it for the money. Uh, oh, was, was that what it was about, too? Well, it it was really about the money. It just wasn't about the the bonds that they show them trying to get out of a vault in the movie. Mm. They they wanted a monopoly on on Mall Santa Claus ship. <laughs> so so they were kind of like union basically, and they were trying to extort more money out of the malls. Well, and all the other Santas around the world. Ah, and anybody who hires a Santa for a party, pretty much anything Santa related, they were trying to aggressively brand Santa Claus. Oh, geez. And it, so then they would have got paid for like the Coca-Cola Santa and all that stuff. Oh, definitely. Even if a Coke says, uh, share here, share a Coke with your friend Santa, they would get money. <laughs> so what? How, how did their plan work? Like, what were they doing in the tower? They were taking people hostage? Yeah, they uh, they took everybody at the Christmas party hostage. So they all showed up and they were acting like they were acting like Santas for the party. And then they round everybody up in rooms with machine guns. But they don't realize I'm there. Right. And so I spend a lot of time wandering around, kind of talking to myself, uh, get a little bit lost off in the building because I keep seeing people with guns. So I keep trying a different floor, walk around a little bit. They you know- wired a bunch of the building to explode. I'm actually not sure how faking all of their deaths was really going to accomplish this. <laughs> yeah, how do they get how do they get paid if everyone thinks they're dead? Yeah, there were a lot of holes in their plan. <laughs> in a way, you were it was just as well that you took them out because you know, it never would have worked in the first place. So, you just basically just made it less Santa themed and more terrorist themed in your movie? Well, he didn't well, make the movie. Yeah, well, I didn't whoever have made control it. over the movie. I didn't have control over the movie. They, so, they took it out of my hands. Oh, probably so because the plot didn't make sense. So they had to. <laughs> yeah. They, they had it about to, terrorists. Yeah. They had to rewrite it so that, it, you know, people would be able to follow the story. Well, and it puts a bad face <laughs> on Santa Claus right by the holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, was the part about you taking your shoes off and, you know, walking on glass, was that real? 
oh that i i uh i definitely did that but well, yeah, it actually happened it actually happened beforehand <laughs> see uh i'd gotten in a fight with my wife uh holly which is her real name mm-hmm. and i punched the mirror out because i'm real mad and then i throw a bunch of complimentary glasses all over the floor and then i walk in them to prove that i'm real serious <laughs> But they thought it made a lot more sense if I wasn't uh, out of control. Yeah. If you weren't like an insane person, that that makes more sense. Uh, I'm really not, though, when I have enough Thorazine. Oh, that's good. So that. Thorazine, what is that? Uh, it makes me lean over in the chair and drool a lot when they give me too much. But when they don't give me enough, uh, I, I punch the mirror and, ah, so and you're smash psycho. the glasses. <laughs> Hey, That's we, not the term they like to use. So I'll I'll just make sure to give you lots of that for Christmas, so you never run out. Oh, that's sweet of you, Jingles. Overdose. We've we've all walked on broken glass though on on occasion with our no, shoes off. No, yeah. Like uh, that one Christmas where oh, the yes, yeah. I, I was uh, scoping out this neighborhood, um, uh-huh. and I noticed that there this one really rich house <laughs> was uh. All deserted except for it turned out there was a little kid in there. So I was like, me and my buddy <laughs> were like, we'll scare the shit out of this kid. He'll uh, hide under the bed. And while he's doing that, we'll steal all his shit, right? But, you know, when we went to go in there, this little monster had set up all these traps. And, uh, yeah, we we uh, we touched the door. That burned our little hands. Um, <coughs> I stepped on a nail and uh, got tarred and feathered. And then I went into the uh, house and Tarring I stepped on. Kill them. I stepped okay? on uh, a bunch of broken Christmas ornaments, and that was really painful. Um, and then I then I died actually, <laughs> but it was a near death experience. I came back after that. Didn't you get like a brick dropped on your head and everything? That might have been um, when we took a trip to New York. <laughs> Man, if if you were in New York, you should have uh, you should have called me because we've got a big old big old thing to bust doors down at the police station you would have uh, well helped him rob right, this exactly. kid yeah I, I this was this was a long time ago uh statute in. of limitations is long past um oh, and so i'm can't. a good boy now i no, no longer do any crimes but a confession doesn't that always bring back up a case uh let's ask the cop here uh well it really depends if anyone wants to take it to court, because I mean, you can say whatever I do. you want. You stole I can... it. You stole. Ooh. You were trying to steal from a kid. Yeah, but jingles, it was not involving you. Well, was it a welfare check, and was it actually theft, or was it asset forfeiture? Well, What's the idea the was, I was, forfeiture? I was going to steal like That's all their steal your stuff. <laughs> I was going to steal all their stuff in their house, but then the kid stopped me. So really, it, maybe you could get me for breaking and entering. Um, except for, like, the door wasn't locked, the windows weren't locked. I maybe I could always say I thought the kid was in trouble. Um, although I guess once I once I've been tarred and feathered and stepped on a nail and stuff, I think I would have gotten the idea that he didn't want me there. Yeah. So maybe and that wouldn't work. Plus the fact that we're on a podcast, we're recording everything. Oh, true. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't talk about the crimes I've done too much when I've got a policeman on the show. And you're recording all of it <laughs> with with me, so I'd be obliged to actually testify in court. <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, so you said Live Free or Die Hard really happened. Was it hard to uh, 
take down a helicopter by <laughs> driving a police car into it? Uh, not as hard as you'd think. Really? Well, that's good. Uh, is that something that you do a lot, or was that a one-time thing? It's actually standard procedure. Uh, you have to be able to knock down four out of five helicopters in driving training to even get a car. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the part where uh, they destroy half of a overpass on a highway, did that actually happen with, like, the jet and stuff? Oh, definitely. Like I said, Live Free or Die Hard is the only one in the series that's actually accurate. Everything in that happened, exactly as you see it in the film. Yeah, because by that point, you know, police are, have to wear, uh, you know, body cameras and stuff. So they actually have the documentation from what actually happened. So they just... Uh, Took that and then made a movie out of it. And boy, let me tell you, it's fun to sit around on about three o'clock on a Saturday with some brewskis and watch the body cam footage of that. <laughs> Jingles, what? Jingles, do you have access to the naughty and nice list? I do. Oh wow! Um, tell me, am I what? Which list am I on? I can't tell you that actually. Why not? Because then you'll be good just for the sake of you know you're being bad, not for the good of your heart. Well, my wife says that I'm on the naughty list. Is she right? The, uh, yes. Oh, wait. I just told... <laughs> I knew I could trick you, dumbass. <laughs> That's very mean. Oh, is that the kind of thing that gets you on the naughty list? Yes. Damn it. Uh, how, how am I doing? What list am I on? Uh, you are on a lot of lists. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're on both a naughty and a nice. Oh, he's on both lists? Yes. I didn't know that was People possible. People can do that. You get bad luck and you get good luck. That's what yes, you I get for the naughty. I brought balance to the force. <laughs> Please, force. See what I did there? <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> So he gets a lot of credit for all the good stuff he does as a policeman. Yeah. But then he gets credit for all the bad stuff he does as a policeman as well. And uh, it's we, mostly the same stuff. If he did it out of like defense, that that doesn't count as being naughty. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, which list are you on, Jingles? Elves are on lists. Oh, you don't get a Christmas present? Well, you don't really get presents. You get luck. You be good, you get good luck. Oh, wow. What Christmas do do? list uh, your... for getting presents, that's just a scam made by people so that, uh, and us, actually, to make money. Wait, but I thought you said you made toys yeah, and that's delivered what I just them. Said. The list is only for the luck, but we give everybody uh, safe toys. <laughs> everybody I don't understand can. your mythology at this point. So Everybody give... gets safe toys. Okay. Rubber, you give out uh, even adults? Yes. Uh, no, adults don't usually get toys. Huh. It's you. It that part's deemed by the elf management. I'm not in elf management. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone gets toys, but the good luck, bad luck thing. That's for naughty night. Naughty and nice list. Hmm. Uh. So. That way nobody says that. So the good luck and bad luck, oh, that that just goes to elves is what you're saying? No. Everybody gets good or bad luck based on what list they're on? Yes. Based on what they've done over the year. All right. But they also get toys no matter what. Yes. Usually by the parents. 
Huh. Some by us. We don't make as many toys as people think we do. It's really interesting how a lot of times we'll have somebody on the show and uh, (laughs) you hear like all all your life you hear a story about about how things work and stuff, but then they break it wide open and tell you it's actually like the opposite or a very different um, way is the way things really work. I guess that's kind of to be expected, though, because, you know, it's like a game of telephone. Things get lost. It kind of is. <laughs> it's just weird to me that it turns out elves are so tall. Everybody well, a gets lot of toys. people already knew that elves were tall. Have you ever seen in anything beside the Christmas stories, elf being tall and short? Um, uh, It depends. I mean, a lot of times it could be, it might not actually be an elf. It might be like a different kind of uh, uh, little weird guy. Definitely. That's... Um, so John, have you been getting up to any crazy, uh, you know, adventures lately that might make a new movie out of? Hmm. Well, I did try to pick up my granddaughter from school the other day. Why is that? Did did something happen? I never made it there. I'm actually... I'm kind of confused because I'm still at the house. I think I left. What? Maybe, I don't know if I'm on my meds or not. Oh, no. John. So your your granddaughter you has just been sitting at school this whole time? Well, I did twist a Santa's head off. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, was that before or after you picked her up? Oh, you said you oh. never made it there. No, I did make it there. So you went, picked her up, took her to the mall, and then had a flashback, it sounds like. Well, no, I I picked her up, and then we went driving around to look at Christmas lights, which means I must have picked her up after it was already dark. And then... (laughs) So you forgot her for a long time? I saw this Santa standing on a front lawn, and he was just waving like a psycho. (laughs) And yeah, I had a flashback. And I jumped out and I twisted its head off and all these sparks started shooting out <laughs> and these people came outside and we got in the car and drove away real fast. But well, I don't know where I left my granddaughter, so she might still be at the house. Oh, geez. Is she being interrogated by the police now? Do you need a doctor? <laughs> yeah, that, that, you're, you're making me think about the fact maybe I haven't been to work for a while because I don't even know if she's at the station. But that's where they would have sent her to where I work. You're getting really old, too. Maybe, like, we were starting to have a little dementia kick in or something. I guess it could just be a lack of the meds. But that, don't those meds just help you with your, like, anger or whatever? Uh, they kind of mess me all around. Uh. I don't know where I'm at. This just got dark. <laughs> so, Jingles, you said you were going to bring him meds. For yeah, Christmas, I am. so you don't just make toys; you can also make medication. Yeah, well, people, if people need it, we'll make that over toys. Hey, dude. as long as it's a generic, it's got to be a generic. <laughs> Why? You guys will get sued. Oh Big yeah, pharma? true. <laughs> hey, dude, you know what I want for if Christmas I... this year? Oh yeah, weed, bro. <laughs> I don't need it. No, I do. It's uh, medicinal, actually. Where's I your... got glaucoma. Where's your permit? Okay, I don't have one yet, but you could also bring me one of those and some weed, and then uh, I'll share it with you. I don't want any. 
Well, it looks like you have glaucoma too. What's glaucoma? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I just want the weed. I need some because I'm going to medicinally listen to Illmatic. <laughs> what? I don't understand what's going on here. Well, how about we take a quick break? Uh, we'll come back and talk on. about this podcast, and it'll give John a quick minute to be able to call his uh, son and see what's going on with his granddaughter. And uh, you should probably like fill me in what this weed stuff is. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll whisper it in your ear. Hello, people. I am begging you. Pretty, pretty, please send your favorite moments from this year of podcasts are wonderful to Greggy in whatever way you know how. If you aren't sure, just send them to podcastsarewonderful at gmail.com. Now that that's out of the way, I can tell you about my newest obsession. The number one comedy poetry podcast on iTunes, Talkulum with J.S. Baculum. Go to talk.polinks.top to subscribe on iTunes, and follow the writer of the show Eric Russell on Twitter at J.S. underscore Baculum. Merry Swiss Miss everyone! lasted about 30 seconds and I said listen I'm not going to argue about, with you about this and I turned to go on into the meeting and as I went past Jeff Gurman he raised his arm and shoved me into the wall with all of my camera equipment my tripod over my shoulder I was carrying my camera in, and he bounced me off of the hallway wall the shove felt round the world and at that instant you can hear me say don't touch me again. I'm through talking to you. You know what? Don't touch me again. Yeah, he's, oh, he says I attacked him. He says that I was, that I beat him up at Nick's behest. This is Jeff Gurman, Nick's vice president, who disputes the entire story. He said that uh, I, I elbowed him. He says I laid hands on him. He says I punched him, which is obvious because when it was done, he was on the floor with a broken nose and a broken leg. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what? What, all that really happened is he pushed past me, and that's all that happened. Are you are you tall or how was what's? I'm six four. Oh okay, you're all, so you are a big Santa. Yeah, I'm just as big as Christmas. It's impossible to tell exactly what happened from the tape because of the waist level vantage point. So this week, John McLean, Jingles the Elf, and I listened to This American Life episode three hundred one or three hundred seventy one, featuring Iril Glass. And This American Life is actually a radio show uh, where Ira Glass will bring you stories from around uh, the United States, America here, uh, and you know, let you know how people are living in other parts of the country. Uh, it's a pretty good show. They also put it out as a podcast. <coughs> and in this episode, 
Um, we heard about how this group of uh, Fake. Santa Clauses kind of fell apart. Like they they had a big battle with each other, and everybody took a side and went their own way. And uh, basically, I'm very angry. Yeah, they're all pissed off at each other. It's sad, you know, when uh, the Santas go against each other. How about does Santa? Do you ever get in a fight with Santa Claus jingles? I have actually read. Met Santa, the real Santa. Oh, wow. I've heard of him as a really good dude, but... <laughs> so he's like kind of like the president of elves or whatever. Like, Yeah. He's the boss, but you're... You know, there's millions of you. There's only one of him. Yeah, so. you can't all meet him. Hmm, that's too bad. So are there a bunch of elves that live at the North Pole and make toys there? There are probably some that are just like, yeah. Uh, up there, but then there out. are other elves that are around other parts. Yeah, because of... they they need some elves that are very fast, so they can get to all the places in remote places in uh, the North Pole. Mm. And then they need people that are a bunch of people in North America, South America, stuff like that. They can get out toys massively. Okay, so you're based out of Canada. Yes. You came to visit me for this podcast. Do you? Yeah, I'm an ambassador of uh, elves. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so when you're, when you're making toys in Canada and delivering them there, you just deliver around your neighborhood basically? Uh, or? Yeah. And then there's just a ton of elves. Oh. There's some that travel out and that's their job. Well, that's interesting how that works. Uh, John McLean, do you ever hang out with mall Santas? <laughs> I try not to. Uh, I have really bad PTSD from all the... <laughs> From killing those twelve Santas in yeah. 1987. Oh yeah, and also, uh, how how's your granddaughter doing? Were you able to figure out where she was? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's at home. She, she lives with my son, who's her father. <laughs> oh, well, I guess he good. I guess he went and picked her up from the police station. <laughs> since I don't even go to work anymore, oh, I'm no. such a loose cannon. They don't even ask me to show up. <laughs> Do you still get paid? Oh, definitely. Well, I, I don't even really, I don't even know if I'm getting paid by the police department anymore. I still have my badge and my gun, <laughs> but they don't really ask me to do anything. Mostly, I just get money from all of my movie deals. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And you're like retirement money? Well, he's not retired, though. Yeah, not. I'm not, I'm not going to retire until they force me. <laughs> then you're not getting paid for anything unless you have a salary. Why don't they just fire you then if you're not going to work? I think they wouldn't be able to deal with the blowback from firing me. <laughs> yeah, the best policeman on the force. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> How about you, Jingles? Do you ever hang out with uh, mall Santas? Uh, they're usually nice people. Do they know about the elves and uh, how no, you deliver No, they do toys? not, actually. So nobody knows about it, just you guys. Yeah. And people that uh, listen to us and believe us. And like I said, you look like a normal guy. Yeah, I do. So do all the elves just kind of blend into society and nobody can really, tell? Really, yeah. They just come out as slightly tall. Hmm. It's pretty interesting. Do any of the elves ever dress up like Santa Claus in the mall? They could if they wanted to. Would that be weird to you? Would you think that's like... Uh, Depends on why they're doing it. Freaky or something? If you're kind of weird, yeah. But if they're doing it to be nice, just like say, "Hey, be nice, be happy. It's Christmas." Oh, so if they're doing it like, uh, 
the bad guy in a horror movie and like doing it to sneak into kids' houses and murder their parents, and that's bad probably. Yes, that's definitely bad. Murder is definitely bad. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out the ground rules, that's all. Um, do you have any rivals at work? No, not really. Most elves are very, very nice. Hmm. We're just naturally nice people. Well, that's sweet. Do do any of them ever, you know, decide to dress up as Santa and murder people? There are some cycles, yes. <laughs> and they do that specific thing that I said? Uh, dress up as Santa and murder people? Yeah. yeah they, some, most people like to be iconic if they're psychoing psycho. There's a surprising amount of psycho <laughs> elves. You would not believe how many so, psycho elves there are. So it's like, that's an unusual thing to happen, but... If an elf it's is not, going to go psycho, that's probably what they're going to do. Yes. Okay, I thought so. And uh, did you know Krampus is actually just an elf that rebelled against uh, Santa as he became so demonic that since he's basically now immortal with all the belief he got from his followers and oh, all that geez. magic stuff that I don't know. That's scary. Yes, it is. I'm glad Krampus didn't come on podcasts for Wonderful. <laughs> That would have been bad. Uh, yeah, I can hook you up. I mean, I don't... We could all technically talk to him, but it's <laughs> like, say, hey, we want to meet. I'll probably die, but if you want it... John, are there any guys you. at work for you that are like, oh, I don't like that he's a loose cannon? Pretty much uh, any of my superiors. <laughs> They're like, this is the book, and this is what we go by, and I don't like that you throw the book out the window, John McClane. Yeah, and I usually say, uh, you know, uh, tell me to come out to the coast, have a few laughs, you know? <laughs> yeah, you'd love and to say I that. Like, yeah, and I hold my Zippo up in front of my eye, and then I kind of sort of, you know, flick it closed, and then I give him that dead stare. Mm -hmm. I bet they really hate it when you wear that sign. <laughs> what? You know, like, oh, wait, no, Die Hard 3 didn't actually happen. I forgot about that. <laughs> it didn't. Okay. But And and I actually, uh, I do want to say that caused me a lot of problems in real life because <laughs> people, people, first of all, didn't get the context in the movie, so they just saw stills <laughs> of somebody, of Bruce Willis, playing me wearing that sign. Uh -huh. And I think they thought that that's just what I believe. It's very <laughs> problematic being a New York police detective. Oh, yeah. And people saying, you know, that may maybe some things you do might be a little bit racist. And they've got these pictures of you mm -hmm. where you're wearing the sign that's very racist. Yeah. That's too bad. I don't yeah, like that, people that... That didn't actually happen. Uh, look at something out of context and they don't, they don't research at all. They say, oh, he's being racist. Boom. Automatically, I believe you're racist. Do your research. <laughs> people should should do a lot of research before they decide someone's racist yeah or anything also, really <laughs> also the people the people who write these screenplays they shouldn't just run amok with stories about real people's lives <laughs> i'm a real guy yeah okay i had to suffer the consequences of that decision and yeah mr bruce willis oh yeah when he's done with his method binge of three months of pretending to be me then he just gets to go back to his normal life. But I have to continue to live the life of a guy who, in some movie, is wearing a certain sign. And that's not who I am. <laughs> 
So does does Bruce Willis look a lot like you? Well, Bruce Willis is kind of the handsome version. Oh, okay. I look a lot worse. A lot worse. <laughs> Are you also bald like he is? Yeah, have you ever seen uh, that movie Jack Frost, the Michael Keaton Jack Frost with the snowman? Mm-hmm. Where he comes back as a snowman? I, I pretty much look like that. Oh, the snowman? But, but with skin on. Isn't that a horror oh, okay. movie? No, that one isn't. There's a different Jack Frost that is a horror movie. It's your classic elf goes psycho dresses as Santa murders people type movie. Is it? Really? Except for with a snowman. Oh, they dress up as a snowman? Yeah, it must have been an elf. Have you ever thought <laughs> of starting your own school, really... John McClane? Yes. Oh. Starting my own school? Yeah, like your own, you know, no rules police department, uh, police academy. <coughs> hmm, that's a good question. I wonder what kind of classes I would have. You know, I should do this because people, people mostly, they, they know me from the movies. So they, they see me as sort of a Bruce Willis type, not a guy who, you know, like 30 years ago, twisted the head off of like 12 Santas who were, who were kind of old and I don't know they get out of breath going up the stairs and stuff. Yeah. So like they were defenseless and you just killed them right out? Well, no, they had guns. Right. They they just couldn't move very fast. What were the guns and for? Were they like yeah, actually trying to hurt? They were people? holding people hostage. They were oh, going to blow oh, up the yes, buildings yes. so they could they make money. Make their money plan didn't what? really make sense, oh. but they're probably old. They probably you know dementia like uh, Bruce and John. Yeah, they had kind of like an Alzheimer's thing going or something, and they couldn't would, really think through their plan. I would at least like to offer classes in uh, glass walking <laughs> and. Uh, repelling with fire hoses. That would be really helpful. Also, also, uh, action one-liners, because all of the ones I have in the movie are pretty close to the real things I said. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, they actually, they got that that pretty accurate. That's me. Originally, it was, uh, yippee-tie-yo, get-along little fucker, but (laughs) they they tried to shorten it up for me. Um, Yeah, that shortens it. (laughs) <laughs> and uh what was what was the other one it was a it was a really good one uh oh yeah uh, thanks for the advice i really said that to the guy whoa what? that's yeah. really cool what scene what yeah he's uh in the movie they have a guy who's uh standing over the table and i'm underneath it and he runs out of bullets so he goes to reload his gun and he says next time you have a chance to kill somebody uh don't don't like stand around wasting time or something like that and i just like shoot him a bunch of times through the table i'm like yeah thanks for the advice <laughs> that's that, a that good one. but that's uh so like and santa said that there there was a santa with a machine gun standing on top of the table <laughs> that i was beneath and wait they had trouble getting up the stairs like climbed up on a table well he he ran up to it you know what i he say ran? ran but we know what was really going on a waddle and- penguin and he kind of hit it with his waist and like <laughs> flopped up onto it and Boy. used his momentum to roll over his stomach onto his chest, onto his head, onto his back, butt, and then kind of like sprung up onto his feet. Like because he gathered so much momentum, like banging into the table and rolling over. And so that's how he was standing. And then he just kind of walked over. But I mean, I was reloading my gun, too. So he had a, he had a minute. Yeah, me laying under a glass table while Santa is up above me. That's something I think about a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Jingles, you said earlier you were going to start a school. 
Uh, what kind of school would you start? Uh, school for... Teaching elves how to be good at making toys? No. Oh, sorry. That's... People already do that. Okay. Uh, you would do a school for people... Just the regular school, because there's not enough schools. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you'd, like, start a, a charter that's school like or free, something? A free school. Oh, so that's that, sweet. Like, lunch is free, the books are free. Are you rich or something? No, but someone would sponsor me, probably. It's a nice thing, right? Maybe you should ask Santa. Maybe. Right, guys? Wouldn't somebody sponsor me? Somebody should, I guess. I don't know. I thought thought maybe with your magic or something you could make, you know, all that stuff appear or something. But that would be for my own gain. Although, no, it would be for helping other people. So maybe I could work something out. Okay, that's boring. Uh, Have you ever... Uh, oh, be nice here. Come hey, on. Hey, Jingles, this is a question that should be really easy for you. What are the reindeer's names? Dancer, Comet, Prancer, Rudolph. Uh, I don't know those guys. No, I think you got them all, actually. There was like eight, wasn't there? Oh, maybe. I don't know. John, do you know any other ones? Uh, I feel like... Uh, one of them's Donner, right? Yeah, Donner. Mm-hmm. And Blitzen. Blitzen. And Dancer. And do we already say Rudolph? Yeah, Rudolph's yeah, there. Can we use Google? Yeah, Google, that's one of them. No, I, I mean, you can use Google the website to search up <laughs> is, what the Rudolph is. Yahoo one? You know, Google and Yahoo and Ashies <laughs> and AltaVista. Bing. Uh, Bing, Bing actually got caught from the group. Group. Oh really? It was being too slow, and so did Internet Explorer. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and you can Bing that. What? You haven't heard of Binging it? It's like no. googling it for Bing. They're not my sponsor or anything. I'm just <laughs> not a lot of Thorazine. <laughs> so you're being dumb and saying Bing is good? I didn't oh. say it was good. Huh? I just said you could use it. <laughs> hey Jingles, do you control any chat rooms? No. Are you in any, any chat rooms? Yeah. We just talk with all the other elves. Oh. Talk about uh, global elf problems. Do you ever talk about global warming? Yeah. That's actually a big problem. People are going to all drown. Oh, no. That must be a real problem for you guys all living on the North Pole. We're not all living on the North Pole. <laughs> but it is bad for the ones that do live on yes, the North Pole. Yes, it would be bad for them. Oh. Not the exact moment, but in like a few years. Are Are you into Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah. I don't have any, but isn't that just like a global currency? Yeah. How much like American dollars is one Bitcoin worth? Well, it depends on the second you ask, but it's somewhere like seven or eight thousand dollars, something like that. But it, how much it, did it bounces cost, all like, over the place. How much did it cost in the beginning? In the beginning, like, there's a very funny story about the very beginning of Bitcoin where a guy spends like 50,000 Bitcoin for someone else to send him a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He just posted on a message board that he would give someone 50,000 Bitcoin if they sent him a pizza and somebody did. And so he sent it to him. And they're not rich? Well,. Who knows? Because Bitcoin, like, it's so easy to lose, like, your, 
Like if you reformat your hard drive or your computer wow. dies or something, you can lose your wallet and you're out of luck. Well, nowadays, when did they just they when did they uh, save that stuff in a lot of different places, like in a bank? Maybe so. I don't know why I started talking about this in the first place. How about like you, John McClain? Are you into Bitcoin? Story. It's definitely a funny story. I'm not. I'm not into Bitcoin at all. I've got everything in in bonds. I only use bonds. What are bonds? Uh, it's when you put your money into a company and just buy basically a piece of paper that says that you have that share of it, and then you take those down to the Seven Eleven and try and convince them <laughs> to like take a quarter of it to get a cup of coffee, <laughs> and then you just and then you just flash your badge and they give it to you anyway, and you then you try to tape the corner back onto the bond paper. And then you realize that you were you were supposed to call your son. What is going on here? <laughs> they taped the corner back on. Why would you tape a corner back on? Where did the t- corner go? I ripped it off to try and buy the coffee with it because I don't want to <laughs> give him the whole bond. It was a thousand dollar bond. <laughs> I think that's how it works. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. Seems to seems to me like you're the guy who didn't know what bonds were. <laughs> I know. But just bonds, a second ago, you had no idea what so it was. So it's basically just a big bar of money that you can just rip stuff off of? It's basically like giving somebody your el- somebody else your money and then you carry around an IOU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be a useless thing because then you could just throw away the IOU and no one would know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... I'm not into Bitcoin either. I get all my money in Ethereum. What's that? Perfect. <laughs> What's that? John McLean, have you ever had a fallout with a close friend? Hmm. What's Ethereum? Well, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess Ellis, but I don't know if he was a close friend. I mean, I met him like three seconds before the Santas took over the tower. Now, who was Ellis again? Was that the guy in the uh, limousine outside? Oh, I didn't. I forgot about him. He was actually he was actually a pretty good friend, but he stuck with me. No, Ellis was the guy who uh, who was trying to give my wife the Rolex and was doing a bunch of coke in her office. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then and then tried to sell me out. He like gave uh, in in the movie, you know, quote unquote Hans Gruber uh, my name and info. He basically uh, analog doxed me. Who's that guy? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so no true. wonder you had a falling out because he you killed him. Right. Well, that I didn't. In the movie, uh, the in the movie, in the movie, Hans killed him, oh. which it was just a Santa in the real scenario. But I think he smothered him to death with his belly. <laughs> but <laughs> you didn't even know she was there. <laughs> no. But sorry, what? Uh, uh, nothing. What's my my thing was going to be dumb. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, I had a falling out with him. Uh, but at at the end, I mean, I was still being forgiving and I was like, Ellis, you don't know what kind of Santa's you're dealing with, but (laughs) he didn't care because, you know, it's just like in the movie, you could hear him just like sniffling and rubbing his nose like crazy and like hear the sweat hitting the desk. Yeah. He he was, was, he was so messed up on Coke. Yeah. Completely coked out. He really never had a chance. That Can't trust happened the coke in the movie? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that in the movie. How about you, Jingles? Ever ha- had an argument with one of your co-worker elves? 
Uh, Cobra Elves, there are some mean elves, not very many. There are some that are openly mean, and then they get nicer. And those are the ones you watch out for, because then they're trying to hide up how mean they are. Mm-hmm. Which probably means they're getting even meaner, which means mm-hmm. you're going to go psycho. You've been really nice the whole time I met you. Maybe you're hiding I'm just something. usually a nice guy. Oh, okay. Come on, Greg. You just instantly think wrong me. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. I'm just looking out because a lot of times guests try to murder me and stuff. So I'm just trying to keep my eyes open. Um, I don't want to miss anything. I'm sorry. So I just I, I apologize. It's my my own fault. I, it's nothing you did. Um, but I I have been wondering, why are you dressed like Santa Claus right now? You don't you don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Also, oh, what's Ethereum? Ethereum. Oh, we want to go back to that. Yeah. It's like a Bitcoin alternative. It's another. Um, cryptocurrency. Is it worth anything? I don't know. I don't know what it's worth. It's I more just... stable, higher value. Um, basically, everything that Bitcoin wishes it could be is what Ethereum is. <laughs> oh, John, do you have any money in Ethereum? Ethereum? Do you have any Ethereum mm. bonds? No. <laughs> okay. But but that's what I I would I would convert all my bonds to Ethereum if I wanted <laughs> to go paperless. Okay. Uh, so yeah, actually, that comes to the end of my questions. And on podcast, wonderful when it's not when we're done with questions, it's time for ratings. We all know podcasts are the best, so let's rate this show from one to ten. But don't go too low when you rate, my friend, because then wonderful wouldn't make much sense. It's Ray podcast on a one to ten scale. Okay. Rowan is the worst. I like this one. Was it, uh, oh, you know what you're doing right now? What? You're being mean because you need to let me what? explain the rating system to first time listeners. It was spider. Oh, I thought you were a nice guy. Sorry. Okay. Gosh, I didn't even know. You didn't even explain it yet. <laughs> I'm podcast I'm trying to do it right now. <laughs> we rate podcasts on a one to ten scale. Where one is the worst and ten is the best. However, podcasts are so. Yippee Kaye, motherfucking good. Whoa. It would be if you rate a podcast lower than an eight, that's like uh saying, I hate the children of the world. I want to dress as Santa Claus and murder their parents. Um, I hate everything. I only that's why we only accept an eight, nine, or ten. Uh so yeah, it seemed like you really had a lot of idea things you wanted to say. Uh, so go ahead and give your rating jingles, and if you want to say anything about the podcast, you can right now. Uh, I'd say, okay, I give this podcast a nine. It was very cool. It was informative, but it wasn't like boring with it. Mm. So it was interesting. Yeah, just hearing the fact that Santa's rebelled—that that's weird. <laughs> you don't usually think about Santa's rebelling. No. And you don't usually th- hear about more than one Santa. No, you don't, actually. It's, it's really weird, except for mall Santas. True. And I guess they all were mall Santas. Yep. Okay, so a nine. Nine. How about you, John McClain? What do you think? Well, I was going to start out with a nine and a half, because they didn't exactly get all the facts right. <laughs> right. But then, 
they had that weird maybe it was an oboe or a bassoon version of uh of we three kings kind of started playing <laughs> and then i really got into full-on npr mode where i just you know i feel really good about it and want to listen to the story and hear what they've got to say plus the story was really cool it was a good story so i'm changing to a 10 i'm gonna give it a full 10 because i think it was it was up there for plenty of this american life episodes i've heard it was a good one wow great score uh, let's see. So what do I think? Uh, well, first of all, yeah, the, that oboe version of We Three Kings made me think about uh, w- when I was a young man, uh, I worked at a video store. And uh, every day when you work at a video store, uh, they would have uh, like different trailers playing. They had a, a this little thing that would repeat, you know, a hundred times a day, basically, where they played the same trailers. I uh, gave the same little moments of movies and stuff like that. And uh, w- this was around the time when the movie Three Kings came out. And uh, I always remember in the trailer, there's there's a guy, he goes, we three kings be stealing the gold. And so anytime I hear the song Three King, We Three Kings, that's all I can think about. Um, so I, I love that memory. Uh, so it's a Christmas miracle. I also give this podcast a 10. <laughs> So ten ten nine. Ten ten nine. I feel mean for not giving it. Like, yeah, I think you have kind of a dark side. I did I didn't know that. <laughs> I guess there writing. really are dark elves. No, no please. Don't don't call me mean. That's, that's mean. You're being mean to me right now. You should apologize. Okay, I apologize. Good monster. I don't. Wow. Oh. You sir going on the naughty list. For good. I'm just rubbing my badge right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Brandishing your gun. <laughs> we'll put it on a Skype call, so it's not going to do anything. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah, so that was this week's episode. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jingles the Elf. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show, John McClain. <gasps> Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see the movie based on uh, your mishaps with your granddaughter this weekend. It should be good. I think it's going to be on AMC. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening, Greggy, folks. Uh, you're oh, being yeah? so naughty that mm-hmm. the bad luck you get is death. Wait, what? You got so much bad luck that Santa Wait, says you're going to die. You're you're wearing a Santa outfit. Yes. And what is that? A knife in yeah, your hat? Yeah, all elf ambassadors that have to kill somebody must dress up as Santa, so they know that Santa's the one that said you should die. It's just public law. You know this, don't you, Greggy? Come on. No, stop, stop stabbing me! Ah!